Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today, uh, last night, I mean last night, I was thinking of a best title for Revelation. And I want to make it sound like uh, million, the millennials <laughs> or something like... Millennialish. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Something <laughs> like that. Okay, so I thought of the word endgame because, you know, uh, the, 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 the Avengers have made it... Uh, they popularized the 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 word end game okay uh but we're not going to talk about the end game of the avengers <laughs> okay because that story is inclined or leaned on the the enemy you know why do i say that because the enemy uh, did a depopulation right <laughs> i don't know how many percent you know among the uh, people of the earth in that story did the enemy uh, vanquish? Like uh, the, he made them into dust. You know, they just they, they just desynthesized like that. Yes, in the air, and uh, that is not the the end game story of God. So, uh, what we will be discussing today is the end game story of God. This is about the conclusion to the story that God wrote. Okay, now uh, don't uh, don't switch channels okay uh, uh stay with us because this is very important okay one one of the reason that i want to share this is to give you the reason to worship jesus and to give you the reason to read and study the book of revelation revelation right so guys the end game story of god is the final stage the concluding chapter of the story that god wrote about his son the mm. Lord Jesus Christ. Where Hallelujah. Jesus is not a baby anymore. Amen. And he will come as a king, a yes. conquering king with fire in his eyes. That's right. Not riding on a donkey, yes. but on a white horse. Yes. To conquer, to 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 uh, to afflict vengeance, okay, to those who reject, those who hated him. Okay, those who refuse him to be king. So guys, uh, the book of Revelation is primarily a book of prophecy. Okay, it foretells those things that are going to come in the end times. And Revelation means unveiling or to show, to expose. Uh, the book of revealing of what, must, of what must shortly take place or what must come to pass. Now, let me read to you the Greek word for revelation. Okay, the Greek word for revelation is apokalupsis. Okay, or the uh, unveiling. Oh, what is this? <laughs> All right, so which gives the book its other popular title, the, ap the apocalypse. apocalypse. Yes. So the purpose of revelation, guys, is not to scare us to death. All right? but to bring us into a deeper understanding and a deeper relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Revelation narrates a lot of calamities, a lot of uh, judgments, a lot of uh, destructions, okay, uh, wars, to show us that the only way for you and I to be saved in the end is to choose the side of God. 
Amen. Okay? Just choose God. Because anywhere you go, if you are on the, you're not on the side of God, you lose. Okay? So, that's the book of Revelation. Okay? Uh, to, to show us that the only way to be delivered from eternal punishment is by choosing Jesus. Okay? The book was written to give us hope, comfort, and encouragement. <laughs> what encouragement? To endure hardships uh, during the final days. Uh, during the final days that was written in the book. Okay, Revelation is a book of prophecy. When we say prophecy, what is prophecy all about? It is a prophecy means foretell or retell. Okay, so what we're doing right now is we're retelling what John foretold. All right. And uh, the, pro the study of prophecy will lead us to better understanding of who Jesus is and what he did and what he will do in the future when he comes. Yes. What would it be? Or how, how would the world look like when he comes? Okay. <laughs> what will be the reaction of the kings of the earth who doesn't like Jesus? Okay. It's like, it's like giving us uh, a trailer yes. of what is Correct. to come. Yes. Thank you, sweetheart. So that's good revelation right there. It's a movie trailer. Yes. <laughs> the book of Revelation is a movie trailer that has a lot of, uh, you know... Uh, but it's detailed. Detailed. A lot of details on it, okay? So read the book of Re Revelation because it's going to help you. And in the end, uh, you, you know, it will uh, make us or it will lead us to bowing down, kneeling to the Lord Jesus Christ, and acknowledging him to be the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. Amen. So, so again, uh, the the focus of this prophecy of Revelation is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the end point of the prophecy of the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, the goal for preaching the book of Revelation, I think I gave that one. Okay, number one, to reveal what must soon take place. Okay, this is our goal. To reveal what must soon take place, particularly the events preceding the coming of the Messiah. Okay? Um, like the fake one will come first, and then the real one. Now, my mom told me that uh, a lot of Christians, they... They are. Uh, they don't like the, the the message of the third temple. You know, they 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 they, they don't they, like the idea. Or they refuse to believe that it will happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If you're excited for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, you must be excited also for the rebuilding of the third temple. You know why? And not for the. Uh, the destructions that is about to come, the judgments, the impending judgment, but because it has to happen first. <laughs> the third temple has to happen first before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, you say the, the, the coming or the appearing of the Antichrist, the false Christ, the false Messiah, okay, will happen first before the real one will come. So if we want the real one to come, we must first understand and accept that the fake one will come first. first. <laughs> and that is why to see the rebuilding of the third temple is part of the prophecy. And remember, every fulfillment of the prophecy draws us nearer 
to the end. It's the precedence yes. of the coming of the Messiah. Amen. So, so all of this should happen before the Messiah comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. So that is why uh, we want to talk about Revelation because uh, we want to reveal uh, what will soon take pl- place. Retell. Okay, we want to retell. Number two, to encourage believers endure persecution and sufferings and prepare the church for the Lord's return or for the r- Lord's arrival. Mm. Now, this is very important, but we're not going to talk about this this Sunday. It's going to be next Sunday, okay? So it's a continuation. Today is the introduction. We want to show you a brief overview of everything, okay? <laughs> That's how we write stories, right? Yeah. The first paragraph will uh, give you a hint of what the whole story uh, is all about. It's, it's like uh, you have a glimpse. Yeah. Right? So that is for today. I think uh, they call that uh, synopsis. Yes, synopsis. That's right. Aha. Uh-huh. So that will be what? Next week. All right. So no- number three, third goal is for uh, the church to be mobilized. So our goal to is to mobilize the church. the church for action, for obedience, because that is what the Lord mentioned in the book of Luke. He said, be dressed ready for service. And it says, blessed are those whom the Lord finds to doing when he, he comes. comes. So he wants to see us serving him, okay, when he comes. So when is Jesus coming? No one knows, okay. <laughs> but he said, I am coming quickly. <laughs> mm. So we should be like, uh, we'll be caught in the act of doing his will, yes. not doing sin. <laughs> yes, right, 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 right. That's part of what we should, you know, prepare ourselves with. You know, the, the, those things that, uh, well, anyway, it's in, in uh, Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark chapter 13. Okay, read those chapters and you'll see the point. But that is not the, 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 the scripture that we want to read today. So our passage of scripture for today is in the book of Revelation chapter 1. So please... If you have your Bibles with you or your digital Bibles, please turn to Revelation chapter 1, whatever any version will do, okay? So as long as you can understand it. Um, All right. Okay, so we begin, all right? So my wife is here to help me um, uh, read through, I mean, read the book of Revelation chapter 1 and together... Let us discover what this chapter says. Okay, okay so I'm reading uh, from uh, this uh, the ESV uh, version. ESV. ESV, okay. Yeah, okay, so the okay. revelation... Oh. <laughs> but we're using NIV here. Oh, well, anyways, so... <laughs> Whatever, okay. <laughs> okay, just, just uh, read through, okay? Just follow. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place, he made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of his prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it. For the time is near. Greetings to the seven churches. Mm -hmm. 
John to the seven churches that are in Asia. Mm-hmm. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of kings on earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. ever. Amen. Amen. Seven. Behold, he is coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Mm-hmm. Even so. Amen. Verse Amen. 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the yep. Almighty. The vision of the Son of Man. Verse 9. I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patient endurance that are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. Verse 10, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, like a trumpet, saying, Write what you see in a book, and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, and to Pergamum, and to Thyatira, and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, and on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. The hairs of his head were white, like white wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like Uh, burnished bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun, shining in full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am, the, I am the first and the last, and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. Write, therefore, the things that you have seen, those that are, rather, those that are to take place after this. As for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Wow, that's a long read, but uh, that's very important. And now uh, we're going back to verse 1 to discuss it because I tell you, I tell you the truth, okay? <laughs> I have been reading the book of Revelation and uh, hearing it, uh, the audio version, for many, I mean, I don't know how many times already, you know, if you 
you add all the years uh, <laughs> with me uh, serving as a pastor. But you see, if you try to focus on verse 1, okay, you will see a lot. A lot of uh, revelation to discover. Okay? There's a lot to verse 1. Okay? I have not seen this for a long time, but today we're going to dissect it and see what we can see. Or let us discover, discover. together. Alright? So verse 1, it says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take, take place. place. Oh, okay, read that again. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him, gave who? God gave the revelation of Jesus Christ to who? To John. Mm -hmm. No. To, to Jesus. To Jesus, right? It says, the revelation of, of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, which God gave yeah. him, he meant he gave to Jesus, his son, to, to show, show to his, his servants, when you say the followers of Christ, the disciples, to show the, uh, to, to show the, uh, the Christians, okay? What must soon take place? So, the, the thing is, Book of Revelation was really meant for all of us. Okay? He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John. John. Okay? Uh, who testifies to everything he saw. So, uh, John was the witness. He, he saw what he saw in that vision. Uh, that is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. So, what is being unveiled in the book of Revelation is the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? But what about Him? Okay? What are the, th you know, what are these things that needs to be, you know, known concealed? Or unveiled. Known? Yes. It's what? Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> Let's go back to verse 1. The revelation of who? Jesus. Of Jesus, which God Gave him, meaning to say, God wrote the story. <laughs> God is the author of the story. Meaning to say that uh, everything that is happening right now and what's going to happen in the future, that includes the third temple, that includes all the sevens of, of, of uh, uh, seal, uh, trumpets, and plagues, and the and judgment bowls. of the prostitute, the, the Babylon the Great. Everything, the event, you know, the, the, the okay, that includes the rapture, uh, second coming, the everything, okay, the, the, the wedding, okay, was written by who? By God. By God. So, in, in a sense, God the Father wrote the book, wrote the story, the end game, okay? This is the end game of this planet, of the, the, the earth, the old heavens and the old earth, okay? So God wrote it and all the events that entails it, you know, the nature of, of these events that entails the, 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 the entrance of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, okay? So God wrote it and he said, okay, Son, Jesus, this is what's going to happen, okay? This is the story about you. Mm. And then Jesus received it. Jesus took it. 
And guess what? And then he passed it on to John. Through an angel. Through an angel. Okay? So John watched and write. Okay? <laughs> and then John addressed it to who? To the church. To the church. That's right. So this is a message. This is a, a message from the Lord Jesus Christ, which originated and authored by, by God, God the Father. Okay? And then was uh, presented to John, the beloved, in Patmos, so that, because, uh, but, uh, By it was angel. presented to John, so John can write what he saw in the vision through an angel, or by an angel, mm. because what was presented to John is actually the message from the Lord Jesus Christ to the church, to the churches. To the seven churches. Now, the seven churches are the types of uh, the different types of church. Okay, they they they're they're one. Okay, we have one church in the Lord Jesus Christ. We belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, but there are seven like types, you no, know, of churches. You know, characteristics. I think, yeah, I think every church has a different characteristic, mm -hmm. uh, like a personality mm -hmm. of their own. Yes, that will fit to one of these seven churches. Now, just try to look. Read uh, chapter three, uh, chapter two, and chapter three, which, by the way, we are going to discuss next week. Uh, you will see that uh, there are churches that fit the, the 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 description of this church of that church. So, it's not just the church that uh, that that lives that were uh, in those era in those mm -hmm. times, okay, that exist in those times, but that those churches are actually a continuation of the churches today. Okay, so. Uh, whatever the description that you read in uh, about those churches, okay, somehow, somewhere, <laughs> your church, our church, is one of those uh, mentioned in uh, Revelation two, to chapter three. Okay, so guys, uh, so again, Revelation begins with God, who authored the last and final and concluding chapter or the end game. Of the story about his son as the hero or as the Messiah. Mm. Okay. And then God wrote the story which he gave to who? To Jesus. And was revealed to John by an angel. Which is what? Addressed to the church. churches. Okay. Why? To give us a heads up. To give us an advanced information. Uh, a warning that something is going to happen. Okay. So we are retelling this. To warn you, to caution everyone that something is up and something is happening right now and something big is going to happen, okay? And uh, usually, when, uh, when, uh, when God gives us a heads up, okay, uh, it is uh, for us so that we can prepare for it, okay? So the end game story was made known to John through an angel and John addressed it to the church. Verse 3. I want to, let us dissect with her, uh, verse 3. Let's analyze verse 3. Okay, it says, once again, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Wow, that's very powerful. Okay, there's a lot to, dis to decipher, to, to, to get a lot of goodies from this verse. Verse 3, blessed is the one who reads aloud. Okay. So, uh, 
So how, who and how will be blessed? According to verse 3. Read aloud the yes. word of prophecy. Yes. Blessed are those who will read. Not just read, but it says read aloud. <laughs> so you can hear it. Meaning to say, this is how serious it is. Mm. Okay? Faith comes from hearing. hearing. So That's... you have to read it so that, you know, it, it can... Uh... It can be heard. <laughs> yes. Twice. You have to read aloud so it can be heard. <laughs> yes. So you, you, you perceive the, the message through your eyes by reading. And at the same time, you perceive it again through your hearing. Mm. So that's double, okay? Because very important. Friends, if you're listening right now, okay, turn that volume up. It says, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of prophecy. And blessed are those who what? Who hear it. Hear it. Who hear it. And not just hearing it, but yes. keeping it. Yes, to take to heart what is written in it. Mm. So we want you to read. We want you to hear. And we want you to apply it. Take it to heart. Apply it. Okay? And that is the way that you will be blessed in these times of uncertainty. We are living in times of uncertainty, my friend. Yeah. You know it. I mean, everyone knows it. Okay? A lot of people are hoping for an Ethiopian uh, good something positive. You know, read the book, friends. Read it. <laughs> Why are why would you base the the the, the story from uh, promises made by men? I tell you, men cannot stop what God have written in His Word. Mm. What He says will happen will it happen. will come to pass. Yes, what God determined in His heart will really come to pass, and nothing, no one can, can stop, stop it. it. Not even the plans of men. Not even the agenda of men. Okay? So, uh, the thing is, uh, you read the book of Job. Okay? Job recognizes, you know, th there's, he has a lot of questions. But when God uh, questioned God, all right, uh, he had one answer. Actually, not an answer. He acknowledged <laughs> who God is. He said, I realized that yeah, uh, what did God say again? I forgot. But it's like uh, He said that nothing can can thwart your will, your purpose. You know, uh, Job forty-two. Uh, what does it say? Job forty-two. Let me see. It, it, it's it, this is the, the. Wait, wait, wait. Job, where's my? Sorry, you you have it. What verse? Job chapter 42, one. what does it say? Uh, then Job answered the Lord and said, mm -hmm. I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Cut. That's it. Now Job realized after all the questions and, and, and misunderstandings and, and all, confusions. All the wise. Uh, yes. The wise. Why this Lord? Why, why that yes. Lord? Why, why is this, this happening happen to, me? to me? Yes. All the trials, all the pain, all the sufferings. And then Job said again, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. You can do all things. That is who God is. Now, listen up, friends. If you're wise, 
read the book of Revelation. Why? Because God wrote the end game. Okay? He wrote the end game and you need to know it. You need to watch the trailer with all the details so that you know what's going to happen. You know the beginning, you know the present, and you know what's going to happen next. Okay? Now, a lot of Christians are in a denial mode. That's why they're living their lives as though, oh, everything's going to happen. We just do this and do that. <laughs> Come on, guys. Which voice is, are you, you know, the loudest voice in our core belief system must not be the world. Do not fear what the world fears. That's what Isaiah said. But what? We must hear the voice of God. What is God saying? Okay? Oh, there's so much division. There's so much, uh, uh, a lot of chaotic things going on around the world. What does the Bible say? Yes, it's been prophesied. So, get used to it. It's, it's, it's something like, uh, there's nothing. You cannot stop unconditional prophecies. Okay? So, what do you do? Ask wisdom from the Holy Spirit. What should we, we do? Just like in the book of Exodus. Remember, when... Um, Moses and uh, Aaron led the, the, the Israelites, Israelites okay, uh, uh, from Egypt on their way to the promised land. Okay, they really don't know where to go. They, 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 every step along the way, they're just, they're just following the leading of God. The same thing, okay, today. This is, these are the times where we need to be closer to the, uh, you know, to the Holy Spirit. Mm. To the voice, to the conviction of the Spirit. Because times are uncertain. We, we, we don't know what to do, where to go, you know, what, which direction. And, and uh, uh, the world is divided. Division everywhere. That's been prophesied. Mm -hmm. Even in the household, there's going to be division. That's prophesied. So that's understood. But listen up, friends. No matter what happens, make sure you are united with God. Okay? So it's not about the opinions of men, what they are promoting in YouTube, in, 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 uh, or maybe... Or any platforms. Any platforms or, or a person. It's not about that. It is about... Where is God right now? What is God doing? What does God, uh, what does He want us to do? Yeah, we can only pray. Mm -hmm. We can only plea. Yeah. But we cannot stop the Lord from fulfilling His purpose. His story. His story. <laughs> the story that He wrote. Yes. The end game story. Exciting, right? So, this is the end game story. The book of Revelation. This is the last book in the Bible. And, and, and there is the reason why it's the last book. Because it is the last one. <laughs> because this is the last part of, uh, of everything. The finale. The finale. Before the great and true reset. You know what? Oh, there's going to be a reset. Yes, there is. But that is not the reset. That reset must happen first before the true reset will happen. The Bible says the Lord is going to what? Change everything. The Bible says there's going to be what? The Lord is going to 
uh, create, create a, a new, new heavens, heavens and, and a new earth. earth. That's the the reset that I'm looking forward to. But 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 that's not gonna happen without a reset until <laughs> that Daniel the uh, in in the book of Daniel. Okay, I mean Daniel wrote about it already. Okay. Uh, and and the enemy is always doing a copycat. He is trying to be like the Messiah. He wants, you know, then he wants to die and raise, uh, uh, rise again, and etc. So you see that in the end time prophecies all over, from the Old Testament to the Old, New Testament. So we don't want you to be ignorant, friends. We want you, you know, we want you to have the mind of Christ operating system. In your mind and in your heart. How do you do that? You read, you study uh, end time prophecies. Because mm -hmm. remember, prophecies points to who? To the Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Okay, it says, blessed is the one who reads. Blessed are those who hear. And to take it to heart. Why? Because the time is near. Is near. Wait a minute, sweetheart. When was this written? Was, I guess, 2,000 years <laughs> yes. ago. It's like almost 2,000 years ago. And it says, the time is near. Okay? You read in the New Testament, it says, uh, uh, the last days. Okay? You can read the word last. Maybe this time it's the last hour. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> if 2,000 years ago, last days... They, they, they were expecting the Lord to return 2,000 years ago during their time, but it didn't happen. And you will know why it didn't happen, okay? I'm not going to spoil it, okay? It's somewhere in this series of, the Revel of Revelation we're going, I'm going to mention it. I will mention it. Why? But as for today, it says the time is near. So when, when do we uh, recommend them to read the the book of Revelation? I guess now. now? <laughs> yes, it's now. <laughs> because people are too scared to, to, to know or to find out what is to come. Mm. Because um, um, in the natural, no, we are afraid of the, what is of the future. Like yes. what will happen in the future. So we have that sense of fear inside us it's like a lion lions are fearless not really fearless but you know in the jungle they're one they're of the, the king yes they're the predator <laughs> okay but the bible says when nothing is moving the the, the lion will just you know it's like the, the lion is afraid when nothing is moving. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so he flees. <laughs> so anyway, so let's go back, friends. Uh, it says that uh, the time is near. How near it is now compared to before? Nearer. Very near. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So don't think, okay, guys, don't you ever think that it's not, you know, we're not uh, uh, living in the, the last days. We are. If they are, they were. If they believe that they were in the last days before, the early church believed that they were in the last days. How much more today? 
So guys, uh, so is the book of prophecy important? Yes. 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 You've got two yeses. <laughs> Get two yeses. <laughs> okay, now in verse 4, it says, John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was who is to come, and from the seven spirits before... Now, look, don't confuse yourself with the seven spirits before the throne, okay? Uh, there is really no clear uh, interpretation for the seven spirits of God, but we have three possible interpretation. Of the seven spirits of God, of course, this is a symbolic of the Holy Spirit, one. And that the, the book of Revelation, number seven, according to the Jewish uh, uh, commentary. Who's that Jewish commentary? David comment Stern. David Stern, yes. Is that uh, seven stands for the perfection. So it, it, uh, it also it's it could mean. It's a number of God. Yes. It could mean that God is perfect. The Holy Spirit is perfect. And, 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 and that's why everything in the Bible is seven, right? The seven seals, the seven trumpets, seven bowls, uh, seven lamp, uh, the, the menorah. Lamp stand. Uh, yes. The seven, everything is seven. Okay, so, and the other thing is that seven could also refer to the different spirits of God. Uh, the, the, where is that? It, it's written somewhere in the Old Testament where it says knowledge, wisdom, etc. Okay? The Spirit of the Lord, all of those things. So it doesn't matter. What matters is that we know that God is perfect. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so there is the seven spirits. And, 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 and another interpretation for that is that it could also point to the, the seven angels that God assigned to the seven churches. Churches. So it doesn't matter. So let's just... Uh, uh, verse 5 it says and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness now listen verse 4 says what to the seven churches verse 5 says what from Jesus Christ let me read that again hmm. to the seven churches verse 4 verse 5 says from the Lord Jesus Christ now verse 1 says Revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him, which God gave the Lord Jesus Christ. So, here's the point. The point is, the end game story is from God to, to Jesus. Jesus. Okay? I think I gave that. Yeah. The end game story is from God to Jesus. And from Jesus to the churches. Through, through John, John by an, by an angel. angel. Okay? Is this simple? So, I, I tried to, you know... In mathematics, there is what we call uh, the uh, lowest term. Okay. Reducing it. <laughs> reduce to it to the lowest term. term. So if we reduce verses 1 all the way to verse 5, okay, reduce it to the lowest term. So the end game story, okay, the, the final chapter of the story is from God. He is the author. He wrote it. From God to the Lord Jesus Christ. And then... From, from Jesus, Jesus to the churches, to warn the churches, to caution the churches, to prepare the churches, okay? So that the church will not be surprised. Mm. Uh, and then uh, through, John. through John, by an angel. Not just by an angel, even by the Holy Spirit. Because uh, the Holy Spirit also uh, has a part, you know. He was in the Spirit at the time. And then the angel... Um, <clears throat> show John 
uh, what will take place. So where are we? What, what verse? Verse five. Five. Okay. So that's it. So verse seven. He is uh, coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him. That's very important. The real Messiah will come in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Every eye will see him. Every eye will see him. Okay, so if if somebody claims to be the Messiah, okay, and, and not every eye saw him, <laughs> that's that's a what? That's fake news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a false Messiah, right? <laughs> okay, so another thing, uh, where are we? It says every eye will see him, and e- those who pierce him, and all, all peoples on the earth, earth will mourn be- because of him. So shall it be. Amen. So this is part of the story. Everyone will mourn. Mm. Okay, but people will mourn all over the world but wail. F- for different reasons. <laughs> some will wail. Some will mourn because they realize that their Messiah is the one whom they pre- pierced. That's the Jewish people right there. That's the last revival. It's going to happen. Zechariah chapter 12. Read it. Every tribes in Israel will Every clan will cry to him mm. because that time their eyes will be open and in Romans Paul said Israel will be saved. Now listen. Um, but some people will also mourn, okay, because they're so excited for his coming. They say, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. We're Amen. excited. Thank you for coming. Finally, you're here. Yeah. Okay. But some people will mourn because they're afraid. <laughs> they're not ready, perhaps. They're not, they're not excited. <laughs> I thank you, Sita. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Why they're not excited? Because they know that they are not on His side. Some people, okay, who rejected the Lord Jesus Christ, and when Jesus comes as King, they will be afraid. And they have the right to be afraid. They mm. have all the right to be afraid. That's why the kings of the earth, the generals, is going to go. They will run and, and go hide in caves. And, and they will call on the rocks and the mountains. Fall on us. Hide us from the one who is seated on the throne. Mm. Guys, that's why we want to read the book of Revelation. So you know where to side. And you and discern which side are you right now. If you're watching and you're not, you have never given your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We're giving you an opportunity to give, you know, to surrender your life to Jesus. Because in Jesus, you're in safe hands, in good hands. <laughs> Amen. Okay? But let's continue with our topic first. And the Lord Jesus said in verse 8, uh, hard, I help? am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Yes. So, uh, friends, uh, again, uh, going back, if God is the author of the endgame story, we should not fear. There is no point to fear because the one who wrote it is is on our side. <laughs> <laughs> we belong to the, the, the same side. So since God wrote the end game story, then we are secured that we are going to be part of those who are victorious in Christ. 
Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So, but it doesn't end there. It doesn't, uh, it does not promise everything's going to be fine and mm. positive and and happy. Before the, hap- uh, what was the, the happily ever after? The, it's a fairy tale? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Before that thing, <laughs> before the, the triumph, before the, 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 before the enemy will be stripped off uh, his uh, uh, power, from power, before that, you know, there's going to be a lot of challenges that we are expected to overcome, but we can overcome by faith, okay? So, guys, uh, read, read the Bible. Problem is... Uh, if you do not know, if you're not familiar with the end game story that God wrote, then you will be in trouble because you're going to be like sitting ducks for a sniper. You know, you, you, you're like, uh, um, you, can, you can lean towards deception and, uh, because the, the, the voice of the world is louder than the voice of prophecy. Make mm-hmm. sure that the voice of prophecy, the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ, the message from the Lord Jesus Christ, from God to Jesus, through John, to the churches, it must be louder than the voice of the world. Okay? So, let's, verse 9 is very important. He said, I, John, let's, let's uh, dissect this part. This is very yes. good. He said, I, John, your, your brother, brother, Meaning to say, we're brethren yeah. in Christ, okay? So, your brother. And next? And partner. And partner or companion. In, in the <laughs> tribulation. Here we go. In the, tribu- in the tribulation. Okay, or in, in NIV, it says in the, the suffering. Hardships. Hardships, okay? So, the church must prepare itself for sufferings. Because if we are in the end game, Part or if we are in the end game chapter of the story, then the church must prepare her, herself to go through some sort of sufferings, which we cannot dictate. We, we cannot choose which which trial. And, yeah, and yeah. it's inevitable. Inevitable, right? Because this part of the story, because uh, that will that will uh, make or demand or require each one a decision to make okay you it calls for a decision because when when pain is inflicted you you, you pick sides you will pick sides yeah, it's <laughs> like a, it's like a strainer uh-huh. a, a strainer where you can uh, you you know filter, filter. Mm-hmm. that's right correct the so filter those, those is who remain. yes. The filter <laughs> is the challenge, the, the trial, the tribulation, the, yes. the, the the sufferings, the pain. That's the we have uh, Josh. We have a green filter. Can you see it? Uh, so you know the, the, that strainer. The strainer. Uh, strainer plastic. Nasa baba, Nasa baba. Left side. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, wala dyan. En, Any na lang meron. Salaan. May salaan diha? Sa ilalong. Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Props. Okay. So, you see this one, you know? This is like the, the, 
A strainer, the, the strainer or a drainer? A drainer, yes. So it will separate the, you know, the whatever you will put the, here. The, the liquid from the solid yes. somehow. All right. Or the fine, the dust from the, the fiber. The bigger ones. Okay. So it depends on what you will put in here. But this is, for our illustration, this is like the, uh, the tribulation, the sufferings, the hardships. The church must prepare for this, okay? Because if John said, I'm the brother, your companion in the suffering, means to say we are partakers. Mm. Okay, in, in the book of Acts, it says that, you know, they, they even rejoiced that they are going they, through, uh, yes, through trials, uh, you yes, know? persecutions. Yes, they, 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 these people in the book of Acts, they rejoice because they are, they, they are part of, you know, they took part of the sufferings. The sufferings of Christ. Of Christ. Hallelujah. So, listen. Where are we? Verse 9. Uh, yeah. Partner in the tribulation. And, and patient endurance that are ours. In, <laughs> that are in Jesus. That are ours in Jesus. Meaning to say, if you're a Christian, it is like in, in, you said inevitable. Hmm. You know, it, it is something that, that, that cannot be taken or apart, or or, or uh, that that cannot be uh, removed from you being a Christian. <laughs> Anyone who wants to live a godly life will be persecuted. That's in the book of Acts. Okay, so if you want to live a godly life, you will be persecuted. And Jesus said, "You will be persecuted because of me. Because of who? Because of him. So that is part of the story. So if people are persecuting you," You know, do not do not feel you know dismayed or like oh no, I am hurt. Guess what? Bring it on. You know, <laughs> change your attitude, friends, because it's part of the story. If and, and we're all part of the story, but the thing is this: when we get there and our lives are reviewed, you know, they will. Uh, they, if you look back to to how we live our, lives, our lives on earth. During the tribulation, during the, the last days, during the, the end game story of God, you know, will you be, will you regret it? Or <laughs> will, will you, you be, be or will you be commended by <laughs> God? Uh-huh. Will you be proud of it? You know, how you lived your life, how you reacted and responded to persecution? <laughs> you know what, friends? Don't think like how the world thinks. In the kingdom of God, is so different. You know, if you suffer for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake, hallelujah. That's the greatest honor. The highest honor you can give him is not just singing with your tongue, with your mouth. With your I voices. love you, Lord, but when trial <laughs> comes, you don't love the Lord. Come on, guys. Come on. If you really love the Lord, you are willing to give your life for him. No matter what happens, you will not be ashamed of the gospel. That's why Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is the power, power of God, God to save those to who will believe. Okay? So people who does not understand the gospel are not saved. Because the Bible says the, through the gospel, it is the power of, of God. God to save them that believes. Romans chapter 1. You have to read that. Okay? So... Uh, let's go back. Hallelujah. I'm so excited, guys. So it, 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 here we see the connection of suffering. The church will go through suffering. 
Yeah, that's why Jesus said that if you want to follow me, uh, take, take up, up your cross and, and deny yourself. Deny yourself. Follow me. That's right. It's not about you guys, because it's, if it's all about us, we want to a uh, uh, comfortable life. We want to. We will choose everything that is good, <laughs> positive. Mm. But that's not how happy it is. Happy lang. Okay, basta happy lang. Basta okay. happy lang. Hindi yun eh. Uh, the, the thing is, uh, what is God saying? Where is God right now in 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 these times? In these times, oh, in present times. Yes. What is God doing? You have to discern the times by reading and knowing the end game story authored by God. Mm. Okay, love you guys. If 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 I may if I'm sounding loud and or sometimes strong. strong. It's not like that, but it's it's the spirit, I believe uh, there, there's so much revelation that God, you know, is is revealing and you know guys that you know I I I grew up in the uh, with the Lord you know, uh, and, and I had encounters with God and I had revelation and God spoke to us and somehow a lot of what God said or, you know, maybe through a vision or what came to pass. You know that. Especially these times. You have to be more in the spirit and into the word of God because you want to know what's going on. It's we're living yeah. in times of uncertainty. So what do you do? You know, stay still, do nothing. You know, search, research, find out where is God right now? What is God doing? What is God saying to the churches? That is why we have this series, a new series on the end game story of God. Exciting, right? Okay, so Amen. let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So verse 10 says, I don't know. Endurance that ours in Jesus was on the island of Patmos, that's the present-day Turkey, because of the word of God and the testimony of the Jesus. So the Lord's day was in the spirit, mean to say, in verse 10 it says, the Holy Spirit came over him, and as a result he saw visions, okay? Mm. And heard behind heard. me, okay? So it is through the Holy Spirit that John had a vision, vision. but the one who presented to him the story was an angel, okay? So I heard... Behind me, a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches. So there is really an address. Okay, It was addressed to the seven churches. Mm. So he said, I turned around and see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lumps. So you see again, the word seven, seven golden lumps. And among the lumps was someone like the son of man dressed in a robe reaching down his, to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. His ha the hair of his head was white like wool, uh, as white like as snow, snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. Mm. His feet was, were like bronze, glowing and furnished, and his voice was like sound of rushing waters. In his right hand held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was sh a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like, like the sun shining. The sun shining in all its brilliance. Seventeen. No wonder. John said, when I saw him <laughs> <laughs> I fell at his feet as though dead. Who would not? <laughs> 
you know maybe it's not just the vision <coughs> but i think it's the the spirit of the lord overcame yeah. uh jan yes in that sense you know when i when i read this i remember the first time uh, the, the time when i i encountered and i saw an angel you know pass through a wall and it is very tall and you know i was like i think i was it was after my prayer time uh, before i i sleep i prayed and then and then he he told me about uh, not to be confused by there was a certain religion that was trying to convince me when i was still in school um college because you know there was this person who told me that i am in the wrong church in the wrong religion i have i need to uh i need to transfer to their religion <laughs> and i got confused and i prayed lord lord am, am i in the wrong path am, am i in the wrong church and i was like you know because i believe that we must be born again and then and then there's this religion that says if you're not going to be part of our church you will not be saved and so i was praying that night i said god tell me tell me am i in the right track am i in the right place and then after my prayer uh, there was this angel who came he just passed through the the wall and then he said you, you know he affirmed that you know uh, as long as we follow the word you know you're on the right track but seeing a tall <laughs> mm. you know angel is 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 something it's gonna whoa it's gonna shock you and then the other one was when uh, after praying and uh, there was this helicopter i heard the sound of a chopper it landed uh, actually i thought that the helicopter was landing in the roof of our house rented house i said what's this helicopter doing up there and then but actually it landed on my back and and the those sound the sound of the rotor stop and then there was this big hand that was placed in my ears and, and 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 the fingers were so huge that it covered my face but then the hand with, with the palm of his hand i heard heaven i heard the orchestra the, the the choir and then the chorus says jesus christ the risen king it was a grandus worship and praise and guess what if you see uh, heavenly creatures <laughs> it can cause you to fall on your feet <laughs> because that's that's not a, a common or day to day it's, it's like uh, so just like what happened to john yeah that's right anyway what i'm trying to say guys is this god is alive and he can speak today he's not mute okay and he can speak through his word he can speak in our hearts okay not necessarily an audible voice but he can speak in you in your spirit yes. in your soul without you uh without you knowing i mean you know it's undescribable it's it's somehow you cannot explain it but somehow he can drop a revelation in your heart and you will hear him not with your ears w not with your natural ears but with your spiritual ears yeah so that you can you do not limit god on how god will speak to you 
As long as you are willing, you are open, and you are, you know, sincerely praying God, you diligently seek God, Lord, what are you saying to the churches? Okay? And so, he said, what, what verse are we? Yeah, um, I know, verse 17, 17. He, he fell at his feet. And he said to me, He laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, mm -hmm. and I have the keys of death and Hades. So this is the Lord Jesus speaking to John. Mm -hmm. And that he has the what? The keys, keys of death and Hades. Meaning to say, Jesus has all the power, you know, the all authority to send people to eternal torment. That is why if there's someone you need to fear, fear God. Amen. Fear God. Okay. Verse 19. We're almost done. Two, two more. <laughs> Last so, two verses. Write therefore the things that you have seen, those that are and those that are to take place after this. Okay. In NIV it says, write therefore what you have seen, what is now. And what will take place later. Okay, so again, the now and the later is now <laughs> 2,000 years apart. <laughs> okay, so the now here was the now before, mm. almost 2,000 years ago. And the later could be... In the future. In the future or starting now. <laughs> or in the near future. In the near future. And how near <laughs> is that future? Maybe... No, we Maybe. cannot tell. We cannot we tell, cannot tell the, the, the date. The, only the Lord says. Only so the Lord knows. So when is Jesus coming? We only know when. Only the Father knows. Yes. But when is that? When the Father says it's time, <laughs> then that's the time. Okay? Okay. So, so let's wait for that time. All right. So the thing is, John was told to write. And the book of Revelation is the writing of John. And it's addressed to the church. So, guys, you have to read Revelation. Amen. Read the book of Revelation. Don't be afraid. Okay? Hallelujah. If you're afraid, then you're, st you're still ignorant of Revelation. <laughs> well, well, Pastor Armand, uh, you know, were you not afraid? Yeah, I was afraid, especially when I was reading it when I was in high school. Okay? I got born again when I was in high school. Mm. Okay? So, every time I read this, you know... I, I feel, you know, terrified of what's going to happen and, uh, because I did not understand the connection. Hmm. But now I realize, oh, now I'm, I'm so excited to because, you know, why am I excited that all of these events will happen? Not, I'm not excited with destructions. I am excited with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But I now realize that it's not going to happen without First, the destructions. Without mm. first, the fake Messiah. Okay? So those fake things will have to happen, must happen first, before the real one comes. Okay? So, so, uh, okay, uh, going back. Where, where are we? Verse 20. <clears throat> Verse 20. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand are the seven golden lampstands, and the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, seven lampstands are the seven churches. Okay, the Greek for angels, okay, seven angels of the seven churches is angeloi. 
A-N-G-E-L-O-I, which means messengers. So it's just like saying the angels that were assigned to the churches okay, have work to do. So the church today, friends, have an assignment from God. The Great Commission. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's our work. So if, 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 um, Matthew 24, let, let me read to you 24. Verse 14, okay, I will just jump to verse 14. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So this is the work, friends. This is the work, okay? We have to preach what? The gospel of the kingdom. Not just the gospel of Christ, but the gospel of the kingdom of Christ. Because when you say kingdom, there is a king and he have subjects. Okay? Mm. Uh, 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 so we are going to talk about the coming king. That's why we are unveiling to you uh, revelation. I mean, we are unveiling to you the coming of the king of kings and lord of lords. Now, the same thing with Mark 13 verse 10. It says, and the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Okay, so uh, there is a, um, uh, a sequence. There is a, a timeline. A timeline, right? A timeline, a program before the King of Kings will appear in the clouds, in the skies, and the whole earth will mourn for mm-hmm. his return. Some will mourn because they are happy, overjoyed, <laughs> but some will mourn mm-hmm. because of fear. Okay. Uh, uh, some will mourn because of uh, they are repentant. They are they feel sorry. They 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 were they they they, they regret. They regret that they they didn't believe that mm. the real Messiah was the one they pierced. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Jesus said in uh, the same Mark thirteen says everyone, Mark thirteen thirteen. Okay, everyone will hate you because of me. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Okay? And then it says in verse 14, When you see the abomination that causes desolation, standing where it does not belong. So the third temple is a temple. (laughs) Okay? It's God's temple. But then we know that the temple of today is us. The temple of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Where the Spirit resides. Not that uh, temple that they will soon build build in israel in israel okay uh, but but the thing is that it is still god's temple in jerusalem mm. but it says but there is one every uh, it says when you see the abomination that causes desolation standing where it does not belong meaning to say this third temple does not really belong to the antichrist okay the the the, the third temple does not belong to the the, the false messiah okay uh, let the reader understand and let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, etc. So, going, uh, it will uh, point you to the book of Daniel. Now, guys, uh, uh, like what we said, the goal for preaching the book of Revelation is to reveal to you what must soon take place, particularly the events preceding to the coming of the Messiah, like uh, uh, the fake, and then before the fake one will come will come first, first. before the, the real one, okay, the authentic one. So how do we know it's the real Messiah? Okay? Because what? We mentioned already, he will come in the skies. 
<laughs> he will come in the clouds and every eye will what? See. Will see him. So that's the real Messiah. If not, everyone will see him <laughs> and then he claims to be the Messiah. That's the false Messiah. Clear, right? Because the real Messiah will not be coming from European countries, from Western countries. That's not... Or from oh. that <laughs> Okay. <laughs> from anywhere. Okay. The real Messiah will not be coming from any city in the world. The real Messiah will be coming down from the skies. Yeah. Okay. Very clear. Right? Are we clear? Kupish? Yeah. Just like the song. Behold, he comes. Riding, riding on, on the, the clouds. clouds shining, shining like the sun. sun. At As the, the trumpet, trumpet calls, lift your, your voice. It's the year, of, the year Ju of Jubilee. And out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. Yes, yes. Are you excited for Him, for the, the Redeemer, the, the, the Savior, the Messiah, to come and touch down on Mount of Olives? Are you? Guess mm. what? It's not going to happen unless first the third temple will be rebuilt. And then uh, the fake Messiah will come, okay? And will cause a lot of trouble to the saints mm. because he, he will find out, okay, the, you know, the, 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 this false Messiah will have a, a problem with Christians because Christians will not submit to him. <laughs> so his wrath will be on Christians. But guess what? That is part of the tim timeline, part of the story, before the real Messiah comes. I, I like what it says when it says, when their strength, when the people of God are exhausted, <laughs> then he comes. Okay. <laughs> because that's the moment where you can say, oh, the God. We've done everything. <laughs> and we can do nothing now. And then he will show up. Whew. Last passage and then we'll end. Finally. Okay? Let me read to you Daniel 11. Or you want to read this? I know. Daniel chapter 7, verse 11. Okay, 2 verse 14. Let me say that again. Daniel chapter 7, verses 11 to verse 14. This is very important. Okay, this is very important. This is in connection to the end game. Okay, story of God. Let me read to you. Daniel 7, 11 to 14. It says, Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn was speaking. This is the Antichrist speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. Okay? Now remember Revelation chapter 13, we have two beasts there. Okay? Now verse 12 says, The, the other beasts had been stripped of their authority and were allowed to live for a period of time. Verse 13, listen to this. In my vision at night, I look, and there before me was one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence. Verse 14, he was given authority, 
glory, sovereign power. All nations and peoples and of every language worship who? Jesus. Worship Him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away and His kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. That's the real agenda. The real agenda is the great reset that God wrote in his endgame story where Jesus will bring and will create a new heavens and a new earth no more sickness mm. no more pandemics no more death okay no more no more all of those because everything no more curse of death mm. and sin no more okay so so here's the thing friends i am looking forward with that great reset but that will not happen unless <laughs> okay i'm looking forward with the coming of the true messiah the king of kings lord and lord of lords who will be coming down from the from the skies from heaven in the clouds okay and uh, 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 and that's not going to happen unless first the false messiah will appear so guys ladies and gentlemen the 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 the, the beast or the false messiahs will be stripped of their authority. Okay? And then the true messiah will come and will take dominion all over the earth. Okay? And his dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. I'm looking forward where Jesus is going to establish his millennial kingdom. So that's it, friends. Next week, we're going to continue with our series on Revelation, which is what? The endgame story of God. God. Anything, Sutan? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Okay. I thought I, I, I prepared a short topic. Just one chapter, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. That's right. So, um, we love you. I hope, we hope, we just hope. I know that this is not a popular a, a, a topic that, that people want to listen to. Yeah. Because it's not a happily, it's not a something positive. <laughs> but we want you to know. We pastors did not write the book. So we cannot dictate what will happen next. Therefore, we are dependent on God. The one who wrote the book, the one who wrote the story, the end game story. We should be asking and seeking Him. Lord, what are you trying to tell the church? What do we need to do to prepare for your great arrival? Am I saying yes. it's going to come tomorrow? No. But I'm, gonna, I'm saying, we're saying, He's coming when the Father says it's time. And that time will be what? When you do not expect it. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. It's imminent. When you do not expect it. But remember, when somebody claims that the Messiah has come, he, behold, he's in the desert. He's, 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 he's somewhere in, else. Somewhere. <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong messiah okay because the real messiah will what 
will appear in the sky. He will come down with his with angels, the clouds. with the clouds, and everyone will see him, and everyone will mourn. All right? Is that clear? Okay, let's pray. Lord, we're so thankful. There's nothing we can do without you. You are our greatest teacher, and we believe that you have inspired us to discuss Revelation 1. It's been like several weeks ago that, Lord, I, I, I feel the, 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 the prompting of your spirit to talk about the book of Revelation. But this time, Lord, we just started to, to share it. And I pray that Christians, Lord, will take heed that they will listen to what the spirit is saying. Mm. Open their eyes, their hearts, that they may see what you're doing and what's happening and that all of this is part of your story so father mature your church oh god help us understand thank you for your anointing and now the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace both now and forevermore and all of god's people say Amen. Amen. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.